Hey, I'm Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net. Hopefully you could hear me. Um, that was a Wayne's World reference, in case you don't remember. Uh, anyways, today we're going to be talking about some Star Wars news. And uh, later on tonight, me and Rob will be back to talk about Turtles. I like Turtles. Um, or do I? How's it going, Mr. Mr. Bespin Special Edition? See, that's a reference if people watch the show early in the week. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I am Special Edition Bespin. Yeah, yeah, you don't... Uh, we don't, wise, but I am. Rob, Rob corrected you sternly and said, we don't make those kind of jokes. I'm not making show. any sort of joke. I'm just oh. saying I am in the special edition of, mm-hmm. you know, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. That is, that is it. I mean, I always considered you a special friend, you know? Yeah, just yeah. Just letting you know. Letting you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, today, like, I guess we're going to call it maybe the opening of the, like, Ahsoka floodgates, if you will. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of gross, right? But it might be because we have like the EW article hitting and we're going to go into it, like read between the lines on that one. And like you were saying, like your, I think your specific quote was, it's a bit surface level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and it definitely is. And But what do you expect from the opening of the marketing blitz stuff? Yeah, I'm, I at the moment, like it's, it's not just with, with this, it's like with like a lot mm-hmm. of things. Uh it's just a lot of stuff is just repeated at you, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's there's some interesting things in the Ahsoka uh, EW article, um, you know, and it was conducted before like strike as well. So, oh, don't worry, they don't want anybody to get confused and get canceled on Twitter over mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, the article like says it 15 times, I feel like, and then yeah. it's at the end, it's like, in case you don't know, <laughs> in case like you they don't were, know. yeah, in case you are unsure, they were really, really afraid of that. Dave Filoni told us this in April, it's all good, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so, uh, but before we get to that, Jazz, uh, this is kind of cool. Um, this resource has been very, very reputable, uh, on with for mm-hmm. run times over the last, I don't know, year maybe, I'm not sure. Star Wars yeah, is so good, that was either for like. Everything, right? Big, yeah, like the Last of Us Marvel shows, all, all, all that. Stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing either they have access to it through something on a ratings board somewhere, or they have, because uh, because they specified it in this one where they had it from. Oh, they do. Okay, okay. Let's Which, let's read it then from yeah, Bespin Bulletin. Yeah, yeah, Bespin Bulletin I don't I don't know much about the site. It no. could have all kinds of spyware on it, but I it don't does. think it does. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Ahsoka episodes one and two runtime revealed, revealed. Whenever, whenever so I think that, of that, I think of Harry Potter of Revelio. It sounds so majestic Revelio. when you when, it, when 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 we write revealed. I hated that word. I hated that word from that game. Uh, Revelio. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. So, so uh, as long as those um, what's it called? Like those talking head things. Like you just mm-hmm. appear like in I don't know, like some card of like, what are you up to today? You know, like the, <laughs> that stupid crap. You know, like I wish yeah. I could turn that off. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely have broken hands if I lived in the Harry Potter universe from punching statues and stuff, slicing yeah. paintings like like the like the Joker while listening to Party Man, mm-hmm. your favorite scene from Batman '89. Yeah, which, I knew that's why you brought that up. Yeah, celebrate the vandalism, man. Vandalism man celebrate has some upsides. Yeah, Prince and vandalism, two of my favorite things, come together in one great movie. I mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. I can't get any better for that for my eight bucks. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. um, actually back then it was three bucks to see Batman. I remember because I saw it a lot. I thought right. bring up the Mario thing the other day. By the way, like because you mentioned it, three bucks, I can uh-huh. buy Mario on my TV for three pounds. So okay, okay. When you say buy, do you mean rent or do you mean own? 
I think it's owned because like the because, flask is yeah. like like twenty pounds, like next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, not here, not here. It, it's it's nineteen ninety five for for Mario, or you could rent it for like five ninety nine. Yeah. So do you think uh, yeah. do you think do you think Reddit is gonna hate me this like today because of the headline? You know, like they did last week for for uh, oh Reddit the release window for Star Wars the Acolyte revealed. This bitch, like, mm -hmm. you know? yeah. Oh, how dare he? How dare Isn't he? That in the headline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe someday you'll be as lucky as me, and they'll just start copying and pasting your entire articles into it and pretending that they have the moral high ground on something while moving a goalpost repeatedly. But that's that's Reddit for you, and that's those geniuses. There's a couple of of really great people there. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I I will acknowledge Have that true. Legal, as a true legal eagle, always just and legal eagle is not somebody that I know or who seems to advocate for me. Just says the truth, and they can't stand it over there. They're it's weird, but I don't yeah. want to get in trouble with them because they are idiots. But someday I may end up in prison. Therefore, I was like, what? what the fuck are you talking about? As the truth said, that he did a video like recently or wherever where uh, he talked about me being like a good source of news, mm -hmm. obviously for like you know leaks and whatever. Yeah, and um, of course, you are like he mentioned undisputed, that, undisputed, but he mentioned that I'm hit, like also his friend in that video. Mm -hmm. And some people mm -hmm. were giving him crap saying, like How can we believe you that this is a trusted outlet if he's your friend, You're just promoting your friend and all this weird stuff? Maybe you know? because Azatru has integrity and would only he be does. friends with people who he believes speak the truth. Yeah. Maybe it's that. That could be. Um, that. But that's what happens when you have like you know the Fox News style slant of of news where it's fair and balanced, and then everything is about mm -hmm. finding a, a what about ism. So it can't be true because what about the fact that they're friends? Yeah. What about the fact that Azatru likes Transformers? And might actually be insane, which is very legitimate on that front. But what about it? it has nothing to do with it. it. Has nothing to do with like the actual point is mm -hmm. proven track records are proven track records, and as a true is simply honoring that. But you know, uh, that's the world that we live in, right? As a true is and a nice guy, you know. Top as guy. a true is the nicest guy. As a true is too nice to be our friend. I, oh, I'm yeah. glad he's our yeah, friend. He yeah, but he is too good of a boy to be our friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah. He doesn't come on Fortnite with us because we'd corrupt him. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's. I think it's best. It's. It's best he sticks through his single player campaign games. All right, Ravelio. All right, today a reliable. This is from bestmanbolton.com. This guy's website. Uh, today, uh, in case you're wondering, uh, is my friend. So I guess full disclosure, he's yeah. my friend. <laughs> yeah stupid all right today a reliable social media user who's revealed many accurate runtimes in the past has shared the runtime for the two episode ahsoka premiere due to debut on disney plus later this month i actually don't care about my birthday usually but the fact that my my birthday is a star wars release day that makes me happy that's because i'm pathetic the, all I'm, right i'm not rooting for this right yeah 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 but it would be awfully funny if this was really bad, mm -hmm. like, oh just yeah, to, just to cap off Indiana Jones and Willow and all this other stuff for for, for yeah. you for this year, this past year, I on know. your birthday they give you a soak and it's like not good, and then Rob mm -hmm. rips it to shreds, and you have to sit oh, there for yeah. two hours and listen to it, you know? Uh, yeah, it. it I mean, no, I mean, 
two things. Willow is, in my opinion, awful. I was rooting for Willow. It wasn't even like the case where I was like so invested in it. And it was going to be bad no matter what. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for Indy. I am happy with Indy. Like ha- Indy, for not being a Spielberg, real true Spielberg, Lucasfilm. Well, this is different reasons. Like, yeah. You don't like Willow because you don't think the quality of it is very good. Yeah. And then but Indiana Jones and The Flash, Michael Keaton's Batman, have come out and essentially become commercial failures this time around. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, I just think it'd be funny given it's your birthday. If so, oh yeah, just bad. Yeah, you know, just, just to cap it all off. Yeah, well, and that's and that that's like the other side of it. Yeah, is uh, Ahsoka could come out and fail. It it won. Uh, I think it was Rotten to was it Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, it was Rotten Tomatoes did uh, a poll, and Ahsoka has the like it's the most anticipated show for them of this of August. So that's a oh, good sign. Like, but but. But it's just of August, yeah. Yeah, and it's well. It, there, there's a couple of other things, but I honestly, when I looked at what the other shows were, I didn't think there was a lot of overlap between them and the Ahsoka audience. Mm. But that's also a good thing as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. if it's like the the best, if it's the only real sci-fi fantasy offering, and it comes yeah. in strong, you know, I, I don't. I have no idea how this show is is going to perform. I, I I know people feel hard one way or the other about certain things. Like you and I had that conversation about Lando. I asked you if you thought this would perform better than Lando upon release, if they both came out at mm-hmm. the same time today and it was yeah. an either or. And, and like, I, I go like back and forth on those kind of questions because I'm like, yeah, Ahsoka has a huge internet fan base. There's there's, it's had 15 years to build that character up. Whereas a character like Lando actually hasn't uh, had an episode nine uh cameo that was forgettable to say the least and and so but also lando's from empire strikes back which is sort of like the wellspring of most of this content that we get today in a way i think most people who are fans of ahsoka are like well they're probably my age or younger Mm -hmm. you know yeah like i don't know like well clone wars came out in 2008 you know like i was a little bit too old for clone wars right you know um, well, so was I, but that didn't stop me. From no, I know. It. No, <laughs> like, I, I know what you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a bunch of people that obviously Clone Wars like brought to Star Wars and inspired them to, you know, and you know, Ahsoka as a character has only like catapulted since then. Yes. You know, because once she came out, like obviously people didn't love her to begin with. Snips like, and Sky mm-hmm. Guy and R two E were the discourse. They hated mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, to get where she is now, like I said, like a celebration. She's probably the person I saw cosplayed the most. Yeah, you know? yeah, which, which was cool to see. Um, but yeah, and I and, and I I see your point, but I also when I with cosplayers, I also go a little bit like I don't think don't it's necessarily just represent you know? like mainstream audiences exactly. But but it is a good metric of is this connecting with the fan base because yeah yeah. Because like cosplayers, from my understanding of it, people can disagree with me because I don't know what I'm talking about. But the first is they do it because they love that thing. They love mm-hmm. that character or they want the validation and attention of the people who do, whichever or maybe both, sometimes both, but one or the other. I've, I've seen it come from both perspectives personally. And uh, so that second metric of the validation from others going, oh, wow, I want a picture with you and stuff like that comes out of the fact that the character is actually popular with with the uh, fan base but but it, it could run the other way too 
when a character is so inside baseball and people feel so divorced from the concept of it that they have to like feel like they have to jump in and become a huge nerd and that they just go ah and they just 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 kind of throw their hands away you know what i mean and ignore it but uh the fact that this one has uh rosario dawson and and she's pretty cute uh i think that's going to go a long way for those people that barely pay attention to anything you know what i mean like it's like eh, mm. it's kind of I mean, she does have lizard tentacles coming out of her head, but you know, I think whatever. Yeah, well, I think you know, like there was, I don't know. There's a lot of rays. There's a lot of, there's a few yeah. Padme's. You know, they're, they're more yeah. simple ones to do. You know, yeah. like in terms of costume. I only so, respect the Padme's though. To be honest with you guys, you come I don't out respect as Oka and Ray. There's no Ochi's, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be a Ochi. There was uh, no single Ochi. I should I should have done it. You know. Well, maybe it's time I reveal my new costume, and that's sexy Ochi. That's what mm. I'll be doing next summer uh, on Please the convention do. circuit. Yes, yeah, when, when, when celebration goes to Tokyo, like go over there mm-hmm. as like as a slave Ochi, you know, <laughs> slave Ochi. <laughs> oh man, okay, Sith slave Ochi. All right, so back to your article, which on August twenty third, there's gonna be a two episode premiere. They have combined a runtime of one hour and thirty six minutes. So that's pretty fucking rad if you think about it. One hour and thirty six minutes is a lot. You know, that's that's uh, it's a movie. It's a practically a movie. It's a short film, not a short film, but a short movie. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely. um, Oh man, you you said the X user shared that they acquired the information regarding the runtime from press screenings, but unfortunately did not know or at least share what the runtime of the individual episodes were. So they so they did press screenings. I'm surprised. Mm. I'm surprised there weren't people coming on going, oh, I saw Ahsoka. I can't tell you. You know, that whole thing that people do. Surprised that didn't this happen. is why I said I think it'd be interesting for us, like, mm-hmm. knowing where this has come from. Yeah. Like, not because this is, like, where we get things from or anything, but typically when there is press screens, somebody usually lets it out somewhere. Not to us, yeah. but, like, in general. Well, in let's, be could, let's, let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's not lie to us. It could be, it could be Reddit, it could be... Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah, Yeah. if um, you you got got a little jug and you poke a hole in it, the leak comes out somewhere, and now that goes in your mouth, my mouth, or Reddit's mouth. And again, they've done this, what? So, if if we just say that today, this cryptic HD quality man, Mm -hmm. or girl, we don't know who it is, but um, Mm -hmm. they they, they saw it today, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, press screens were out today, for example... They're doing that a whopping 20 days before the show comes out. Mm-hmm. And they're all hush hush secret secret about this one. It's not like Andor where like they actually, you know, they wanted to build anticipation because yeah, yeah. it's super great for them. Um, right. Or us. But uh, mm-hmm. this one... Still yeah, isn't. Very, <laughs> still, it still isn't. No. Yeah. Um, you know, make 89 pence an article from, from those things. You yeah. Know, yeah. Great numbers. Um, it's, a, it's a taco at Taco Bell at least. Yeah, you maybe. know, I can't even maybe buy a single you. cheeseburger from McDonald's with that. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I can't even buy a coffee from McDonald's with that. Um, that's why people should support you on Patreon and give you a coffee. See, I was making a segue to the coffee thing. You know, oh yeah, I was say, I, 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 you cheated up. I just hit it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You just like tight goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> crashed my car into it. Even all right, on oh, average. <laughs> on average, it computes on 48 minutes per episode. Mm-hmm. It's unlikely both episodes will be that runtime. It's just one hour 36 divided by two. 
and and yeah and then like the one hour 36 thing it's like how accurate is is that is that what they were told um the invitees were, were told in the press release or the invitation is that what somebody timed on their watch you know what i mean because like yeah. eh. but but either way we cut it it makes it exactly what we expected when you really get down to it every single episode of a tv show shot in southern california is intended to be around 45 minutes every single time and every single time i have to argue and fight about this because some like clown that just does like star wars shows for super chats will come out and say they're an hour long because they know that by doing that it will whet the appetite of the fan and get them excited and then they can in turn criticize the show for not being long enough it's a win-win for them it's not about telling the truth it's it's about how also, i set up that coffee help. for you they set yeah. that up for themselves yeah it doesn't help as well like you know when you see um when they do the writing credits like mm -hmm. when you see them through like the wga, WGA stuff it says like one hour and it says yeah. it for all of them right you know like it doesn't just say it for ahsoka but it'll say for the mando and everything and then people get excited be like oh there's no long series it's just it's just a formality yeah it's just yeah. you know because it's over 30 minutes like so yeah but, um, yeah, yeah. Just, it, it, it's an estimation at best yeah it seems obvious in this article but i had to say like one hour 36 doesn't mean you're gonna get 48 minutes an episode no. like i feel like i have to say that because some people are dum-dums and <laughs> they'll say like you said it's 48 minutes an episode like no it's just the workings out of it like one could be for all we know an, an actually an hour long and the other be 36 minutes yeah you know? it's also yeah. worth considering i think this cryptic hd that guy he uh he when he puts these out they're not bang on they're pretty much in the ballpark yeah but it's because i think they don't get the foreign credits right so mm -hmm. it's like a couple of minutes I I believe oh. actually on one of them I don't even think it had the the English or United States credits or whatever like mm -hmm. I think a couple of the runtimes in the past have been without credits entirely and then every now and then they have the credits I think so I think it was sort of like a mixture of all of those things so yeah so whenever this person who's doing the Lord's work by the way and I appreciate it for one and applaud them um, you can't you can't take it down to the second with them it wouldn't be fair but you're it's getting a very very clear yeah. estimation yeah. of the ballpark of where it's going to be and also, like sometimes when they when they give us the press screenings like like of like willow yeah. for instance uh one one of the episodes i had a willow uh when when we watched it it had like about 45 seconds of black screen mm. before the logos even came up yeah so it, it's just like and and the audio was crazy at times and stuff there's all kinds of weird things happen on those ones so if they were ever for instance getting their data from uh, a press screener um even that can't be taken down to the second point yeah 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 and um it's also worth mentioning that that likely at least the second episode includes a recap because yeah. all of the mando stuff has a recap yeah and ando does i think right can't remember if i right. did but right. um yeah, and that's probably included in the runtime. At least it is on Disney Plus. Right. You know? Um, right. But again, you're going to get an hour and 36 minutes, roughly, of Star Wars content on one day. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Um, oh, so so there's... Uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna. We'll, we'll finish this article still, but I'm going to take a sidetrack because Garth Knight was nice enough to give me a $5 super chat and say, Jason, will Palpatine be in the series? Palpy is the best. So the irony is last time 
Palpy wasn't supposed to be in the Kenobi series. And I was like, he ain't in it, you guys, because he wasn't for a very, very long time. And then there he showed up, right? So so Palpatine, I got Palpatine right for, for nine. Got that right at a point anyway. But, uh, and what, what he was doing. But other than that, I'm not a Palpatine expert here. Um, but I don't think Palpatine should be in this series, but how could how could Palpatine be in this series? So two things I'll, I'll drop on the show today, two little minor little tidbits or something that adds to a story. So minor, well, some, there's some spoilers here, but I assume if you watch the show and I mean, hanging you out with us, so you're into it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they filmed a sequence where ahsoka sees herself on mustafar fighting hayden christensen's darth vader before he's in the suit and obi-wan what's that they were new scenes as well yes yeah it was it was new and they, they, but they were they were um and they they had uh a dummy for a mm. dead kenobi and they had clothes for a dead kenobi so they they had two ideas there. One is Anakin literally kills Obi-Wan Kenobi in that fight where the idea would be that Ahsoka and Kenobi confront Darth Vader. Another is he turns into the pile of clothes just like as he always did. He mm -hmm. became one one with the Force in time in that that narrative. And uh, I don't actually think that makes a lot of sense. I no, question that a lot because yeah. he wouldn't have of but they they did cut the scenes where he meets meets with Qui-Gon entirely, but that 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 never made sense to me. But yeah. point being is those things existed and it might've just been a marker for all I know, just to be real about it. But point is, is, uh, and I don't want to build that up to being like this five minute revenge of the Sith homage. Everybody's no, been waiting for this. Chances are she's, she's walking down a hall of mirrors, so to speak. And she mm. looks into one and she sees this moment. And like, I like it, that might be all that that it is, or it might just be simply she has a vision of what also, would life have been had she stayed. Yeah, there's also yeah. the one where uh, the Vader people came back to do scenes for this as well. So that could also be in another one of these, uh, right. you know, world between world uh, things where there's a. It could just be the the moment from Rebels reenacted for live action, which would obviously be a great moment for some fans, or yeah. it could be some other alternate future. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, and then you know I've had the story sort of ripped off from me, like like they are prone to do in this mm -hmm. world, and then said it was uh, a multiverse. It's not a multiverse. It's never been a multiverse. There's no multiverse coming to to Ahsoka. If Ahsoka, if there's a multiverse in Ahsoka, wow, that blows my mind and my whole understanding of everything I thought the show was, and that's not my understanding even in the slightest. Like it's not it's not pertinent to the story whatsoever to, to, to the way I understand it. No. But with that with that in mind, um, is there a chance that we you know see Ahsoka? You know, does it go as far as showing Ahsoka, you know, cutting off the limbs of of Anakin? Does well, Palpatine pick, does Palpatine come up on the riverbank and 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 pick up Anakin and then and then she's you know? Could be more than that. It could be like, well, what if she's the hope? Mm -hmm. You know, what if there's a future where she has, to, you know, she takes the Luke position, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like if, you know, she was present during the original trilogy. Yeah. You know, and, and and my and my understanding of it, though, is that the point was it was like the universe telling Ahsoka, you dummy. Yeah. If you had stayed, 
you would have to have done unspeakable things that mm-hmm. you didn't have to do. And Obi-Wan Kenobi, see, I, I think in that future, Obi-Wan Kenobi is gone. I think where mm-hmm. they where they ended up on this, Obi-Wan Kenobi's dead. And now she's Obi-Wan. I don't think she's mm-hmm. the new hope. I think now she has to go live in the Tatooine desert. And again, watching over people who yeah. could just be tuning in. We do not know. This is speculation. We're just like, we don't know. know. Yeah. You know, we yeah. said what we know, We did, but this aspect specifically, we're just theorizing. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, you know, they, they, they film, they don't like, you know, film things in order. So it wasn't like, and then here's where this happens. It was like, no, they're filming this. And, uh, you know, I got wind of it. So anyways, so, so Palpatine, it's, it's completely possible. You know, there's a lot of cameo rumors going around as always. Um, but he's Matt Smith. I don't, yeah. Matt Smith's showing up, uh, but I don't buy any of it. Just to be honest with you guys, I feel like uh, the majority of the cameo rumors I either don't make sense or aren't needed. But at, at the same time, if they did make this huge montage that like explains the world of Rebels to the Ahsoka audience, there's always a chance Palpatine's in that scene. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, why why wouldn't you if you could? And if you could, and, and your your Dave Filoni, you've used Palpatine many times. Um, it doesn't seem like it's like a, a character, you know, off the books for him. Like if it was like Jan Dodonna, I'd be like, I don't know. And Pal- I mean, uh, Filoni's had years to use General Dodonna and he never did. Why would he do it now? You know, that kind of thing. But but Palpatine's one he's used uh, dozens of times. So it's completely, I think, possible. Mm. And then Garth, you have another 499 Super Chat and said, I didn't watch the original Willow. I kind of figured watching Willow would discredit time bandits. I know it's weird. Uh, I'm going to say Willow, the original Willow film and time bandits would be a great double feature of little people who can act and, and who are doing a good job and it's not star Wars. You know what I mean? So uh, I highly recommend the original Willow film. It's, it's a, it's a nice fantasy comedy. It's funny and it goes well with films like, the never-ending story, the Princess Bride, it's it's of that caliber of film. They all like you know go together really really well. Um, yeah, I would say Princess Bride, Time Bandits, Willow, Never-ending Story, like all of those together are kind of like the like a top four or five of like the greats of fantasy, um, all ages filmmaking. Yes, I'd say unlike like Conan the Barbarian or something, you know, it's different. But uh, so I suggest watching it, and yeah, love love Time Bandits though. So, as somebody who loves Time Bandits, I'm going to recommend you watch Willow. I think if and you love Time Bandits, you're you're going to think they go together well. And some of the looking, some of the same actors doesn't discredit some of the same actors too. I wonder if he's looking forward to the new Time Bandits, the Tigers mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, I know. That there's this like weird. I, I understand there's this weird trend in Hollywood right now to not have little people like be the seven dwarfs and it's no white and to not use little people because you don't want to use it in a way that exploits them. That makes it like, Oh, this is the joke. They're, they're the joke at the same time. Um, just like you would cast somebody beautiful because they're interesting to look at. Little people are interesting to look at. They are, they are Wasn't there like some like actors that complaining recently that Hugh Grant is playing an umpalumper in Wonka. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, like like that right there. Uh, like like if I were a little person, I would not want to play an Oompa Loompa. I would find that insulting. 
at the well, same time. Well, it depends time, how you treat the Oompa Loompa, I think. If you, it, it, exactly. You know, they're like little like, slaves, though. They're like, they're like little slaves in, the, in that original film. You know what I mean? And like, I remember how, how he like meets the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, the original book, uh, if I remember right, sort of has them sort of like coming from almost, it's almost like a, you know, it's, it has like a very ethnocentric yeah, kind of like, take on it. Like a jungle sort of place. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it's like, you know, it's very, it has, a, has like, has a very like, call it, you know, like, like, like they're almost like a colonized people in a way. Yeah, because at least in the, uh, in the Johnny Depp one, that's where he finds like the secret beans for his uh for his chocolate, the cocoa bean. Mm, yeah. Like it's with like that tribe of Umbalumpas. Right, that's right. Yeah. And 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 I don't know if that's coloring my 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 memory of the book. I read the book as a child. I was telling you just recently I read like that in the glass elevator as a kid. I loved them as a kid, you know, they were great. But I don't know about that 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 new Timothy Chalamet trailer. I wasn't buying it. I hope it's good, but I'm not buying it yet. I'm Listen, not convinced. I, I needed a hit because me and Pevy, we have this fantasy draft of movies we do every year, you yeah. know, and the winner gets a prize at the end, and uh, I want some manga, you know, so I'm hoping it hits because Wonka is on my list. So right. Hopefully I right. get it. Yeah, and, and Garth says, Jason, what if the truth is underwhelming? It doesn't that, matter. It doesn't matter. Like profile, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's better just to tell the truth. I mean, that, that's the way I've always looked at reporting stuff to the best of your knowledge. And if it's underwhelming, oh, well, I mean, it's like, we have a, a, a YouTube where people role play reality like that. This one thing is happening and that they all get behind it. It's, it's very bizarre. Buying follows back. Yeah. 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 Buy it every week and yeah. And like, like, what happens to those to those people? Do they grow up like the the, the, the children of that those audience of that, that audience? When it, if it grows up, do they grow up to become like all about the truth and rejecting like the falsehoods of the last decade that they lived their teen years through, for instance, or do they just grow up to believe whatever some weirdo politician says? Like, I'm actually like anthropologically speaking, with using that word again, uh, I'm scared and intrigued by it you know but also like you know uh the for golf so if the truth is underwhelming but it's it's up to you to manage your own expectations like yeah. you know there's, there's that aspect to it as well you know if i don't know like again the only people you should really be like listening to i suppose is us and you know and we'll we'll cover people that we think is reputable and this, you know whatever else. So if it's not coming from us and it's just some random YouTuber or something or giant freaking robot or whatever else, yeah, chances are that you know if you're believing all that stuff and and whatever else, you are going to be underwhelmed. Um, One you know. component of like media liter literacy is understanding that it everything editorializes doesn't matter who it is or what it is but also in that process we pick what we look at what should be passed on and we toss out as editors what's crap mm -hmm. and if you are watching a youtube show for instance that always if you look back at any episode in 99 of its crap they're bad editors they're bad they're, they're not good filters 
So you shouldn't pay attention to them just because I like it when that guy gives me the news. It's just like, okay, man, but you know what? That's like, I don't know. It just, it, it reminds me of, yeah. of somebody who goes to a strip club and thinks the dancer's in love with them. You know, that's mm-hmm. just, it's that same kind of brain and I don't understand it. Um, yeah. Max well, like- says Wonka is going to be great. So shut your mouth. I will. Yeah. So like I said, like on, on my site, like, you know, before I did leaks or anything, before I had my own sources or whatever, it was just covering people like you who were reliable, right. you know, so people didn't get misled. As the same thing with you on this like show, you only cover articles and stories from people who you consider reputable. So and and if and if you don't, if you know in your heart it's probably not reputable, you should say so. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that angle either. Mm-hmm. When you're doing a daily Star Wars show like this one, if I want to go and say, "Here's the rumor du jour, and here's why I think it's crap," that is also you know respectfully, I guess. If if Sometimes people are. I mean, you tell me I'm too respectful when I like. Sometimes, sometimes you are, but I I think that's because you're English adjacent. That's what that's what we'll call you. Is that fine? Is that fair? Just just Welsh, you know. Just Welsh. Are 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 Welsh people all nice? No, no. Okay, because 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 in my in my experience, English people are polite phonies, and Welsh people are a bit more like like tempered but saying it how it is that's I mean, just, just, just my... come around my way and just you know just, <laughs> just live it for a bit you know it's <laughs> yeah it's not great sometimes but uh no it, i don't know like i think english people not all but some specific, like look down on welsh people you know mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah uh mm-hmm. I, 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 well again the uk is set up in a way with um england is obviously prioritized over the other countries yeah uh we definitely saw this during covid um we're like out you know the prime minister was like prioritize england specifically london you know don't worry about wales don't worry about yeah you know and they yeah it's it's, it's a whole thing so scotland won a referendum like all the time to be independent so they try and cater to them a bit more and with wales are like Egh. you know yeah at the moment <laughs> the uk is spending billions to like do this like state of the art like uh like train line in Turkey, mm-hmm. right? Come to Wales, mate. I can't even do tap on top off on my phone. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is, it is shit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm being straight up with you. The trains are terrible. Like, yeah, you, you want to spend billions in Turkey? Uh, no, do it over here. You know. Yeah, right. The only thing I want to go to Turkey for is air transplant. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, someday you and I are going to Turkey. We're getting that those fucking hair transplants, and we're gonna come back. You're gonna be on camera. We're gonna yeah. look like 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 Brian May and Yanni. People we're are gonna, gonna be go like, "What get... is going on here?" We're gonna go together, just like sit in separate seats as a, as you know, poking in our head <laughs> together. You <Yeah>. know, <laughs> we'll bring Max over. Max likes going to Turkey. She can like party with us oh, yeah. new hairlines. You know, we'll have all kinds of hot Turkish men around us. Thanks to Max, we'll be like, "Hey, this is we. This is us now." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob but, doesn't uh, need to come because he's already got like a perfect tailing. Yeah, know? yeah. Rob, Rob, I, Rob. But what? I mean, we, we'll we'll figure out something. But Rob could get a nipple transplant or something. You know, maybe he wants long, milky nipples. Uh, Sketchcraft. That's Rob. Uh, and I will be doing uh, a turtle show tonight, like I was saying. So, or in a while. So, if you guys uh, want to hear our review of turtles, we'll be doing that. Thanks for the five dollars super chat, Rob. You weirdo. Um, here's some cashola to help carry the stream. 
Thanks, man. And then Garth Knight gives another $5 super chat. Thank you for being so generous, Garth. And uh, also love the evil Michael Knight photo. That that's tops. He is so tanned in that it does almost look like he's about to get canceled. It's just for so doing small on my screen because I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, Ward, tell me I'll see a Ryan Johnson trilogy. I need it for better or worse. So obviously I can't tell you that, but what I can tell you is that internally they love Ryan Johnson. Whenever, even my, my buddy here, whenever he talks about the controversy uh, that surrounded Ryan Johnson, some of the traps Ryan Johnson fell into socially on social media, I would say by even acknowledging certain chuds and that kind of stuff. Uh, I think they love him so much that they would overlook it. That's really my, my take on it. I am somebody who thinks that the Ryan Johnson thing will happen as long as Kathleen Kennedy doesn't bounce. If, if, if we have a full Lucasfilm true regime change with Kathy leaving, that would affect it. But on the other hand, you cannot understate the fact that I always heard at Lucasfilm that dude was like a cool professor with the door open. Just come on in. Like he was, he, that is something I heard from more than one person over the years. And you also cannot discount and discredit the fact that it, people like Filoni have also spoken highly of him and the fact that it, they were cool with Filoni observing them. They were cool with offering guidance, suggestions, telling a little bit, uh, talking about their process with them. And that's something about Filoni that I w wanted to add to yesterday's show, the last show I did, is I was like, Filoni hasn't really brought too much original stuff to the table from him. And I'm just like, this is just Filoni. Or he tries it out in a lower medium and then keeps graduating, right? But mm -hmm. Filoni could be a very different filmmaker at this point than we've been able to see because of those relationships. And it just hasn't come out yet. Like things that, you know, when you go to grad school, your brain gets reconfigured. And Filoni was obviously educated in animation then by George Lucas. And then you can't just, I mean, think about it. This guy went to school, film school, his own made up film school with George Lucas, J.J. Abrams, and Ryan Johnson. And but, Ron Howard. And, and did he yes. do with Gareth Edwards as well? Edwards and Favreau. And like, and Favreau, I mean, like, so if this guy, so and, I want to. He has yeah. one of the best producers of all time above him in Kathleen Kennedy. Right, exactly. So on, a, on a you know on the producer side as well, he's learning from it, and he's so. got the money through the corporation. Yeah. So so I, I that's all things I wanted to add to my comments about Filoni yesterday. I think the guy has everything going for him. A ton of pressure, obviously, but and so with that in mind, if Kennedy should leave, and the the Filoni boys, so to so to speak, remain in power, remain in some leadership role which i believe they would uh i don't think ryan's necessarily off the table there either because if there's like a really great concept or idea i think they will go with it but um as we've seen schedules are the the death knell of everything in film i mean we're four years away from last jedi being 10 years old yeah and we're ten, uh, four years away from ryan being announced to a trilogy being 10 years old yeah exactly well. you know and so if luke's will stick to the current like schedule this ryan film we're not seeing 
until the 2030s, like deep into yeah. it, probably. Right. So they were had Ryan on the line for over 15 years at that point. Jeez, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I, I think that for Ryan himself, though, for just for his career at a certain point, it will be like, you know what? I need to get, to get some box office cash rolling in, in a way that doing Netflix movies in a way, because they, they still do use that as a, as a metric for your Hollywood yeah, yeah. power and stuff like that, how much box office you, you, you've brought in. So uh, I do think he would likely do it, but I also uh, just, Oh, just to cap off the question. I don't know if I believe they will commit to a trilogy ever again or anytime soon. I think they will always commit to a series of films just to be clear. And Ryan's thing was pitched as a trilogy. In my opinion, it will be whittled down to a one film. But you did say more open to a series, a TV series at all. And when he said that, I remember reading between the lines, and it it wasn't necessarily his film idea. No, but I'm saying if whatever yeah. it is, like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. If you want Ryan content, maybe there's a world where we see Ryan's content as a television series, right? And and yeah. I and I do think if he went and did a fairly, uh, I don't mean like a milk toast series, like just a very given win kind of kind of mm -hmm. series i think it would be better for the press of his next star wars film he did because then mm -hmm. people wouldn't be saying controversial ryan johnson last jedi's ryan johnson because then it'd have to be like and also his critically acclaimed general Maydine series you know what mm -hmm. i mean like it would be they they wouldn't so i i would think uh that kind of buffer would might be a wise pr and career move and for that film yeah but, even if it's just like a six episode limited series yeah you know that he does yeah, right. something that can get him because Brian's capable of it. You've seen it with like the Knives Out franchise, and um, mm -hmm. oh, what's what's this TV show called now? Uh, with the Leon. Poker Face. Poker Face. Yeah, like he's got them all with from that stuff, and obviously his password is all like Looper or whatever. But um, yeah. so he's capable of it. You know, I just think the best thing for Ryan, and it's always been the case, is just to give him a blank slate, give him yeah. characters we have, we have no attachment to. He can make his own because he succeeds in th those aspects in right. the other projects he's taken on. So, right. Uh, the channel gave uh, five ninety nine euros. Is that is that the euro symbol? I got confused last euros, show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five ninety nine euro symbol. Any chance we will see Ahsoka meeting Luke for the first time in the show? What do you think? You think we might see? I mean, is this Ahsoka just Luke? that like Amy chick like in disguise now? Like asking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh no, Amy Tora. <laughs> this person we have this person who like comments on every single thing that we do, no matter what is Luke in it. I'm, I'm always like, Amy, if I know, you'll be the first to know. And then I will put the article out. And then every single time, uh, she just asks again. One time I told her that you had all the answers and to go bother you. And um Well, she was bothering me before she ventured to you. You just yeah. like re-upped it. Yeah, I just know? like re yeah, reinvigorated that passion. But um, yeah, so it, commitment though, like does it every day to me at least without a reply. Love the love the enthusiasm the enthusiasm for Luke Skywalker. I could definitely understand where it's coming from, but I mean, if you don't, Amy, I promise I would love to release that article confirming exactly what that would be. You know what I mean? But but we don't. I would it, love to release it, not for her benefit, just but just to get yeah. some money. In. You know, sure. Earn, oh, yeah, money. Man. One pound a day. 
I mean, I would love it just so that way I could feel victimized by people just stealing my work like usual. That that would be great too. Um, the the uh, but anyways, do I think there's a chance? I do. I, I think I think there is a chance that we could see because so much of the show runs, from my understanding, runs parallel to season two of The Mandalorian and after. Like it's like, and the uh, timeline though is so not ironed out in like a very specific way. It's very malleable still yeah. at this point that it's like you can't really speak too firmly one way or the other. But it does feel, or I have heard, it doesn't feel I've heard we have kind of two timelines in the Ahsoka series, like part one and a part two. The first four episodes, the second four episodes, and it does seem like the first four somewhat run parallel to season two and three or season two anyways of the, of the Mandalorian. And then the next four run somewhere where season three of the Mandalorian would be in season or season four, somewhat, something like that, something to that. Yeah, that I mean, if you want to consider like the timelines of Favreau specifically as claim mm-hmm. that it was sort of real time with, with the shows and yes. So the Boba Fett thing was supposedly like what a year after. Yeah. It, it clearly wasn't when you he did that like afterwards said that in an interview but because there's no way like Rob always says there's no way Mando's taking space buses for a year um, yeah but I yeah so at least in that point like even if it's after season two like towards the end of season two onwards that's like at least a year yeah you know, we're considering it that uh, Chris Breezy uh, gives us some of the hot mics money today Thank you, Chris Breezy. Uh, and thank you for being a channel member as well, Chris, as always. And a good buddy. And you're always welcome to come hang out with us when you're free, dude. But he says, visit me in Greece after the hair transplants. We're just going to go on the <laughs> European tour now. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 It's going to be like kind of like Bill and Ted, but we're going to have luxurious yeah. hair. And we're going to have well, like... We're not going to have luxurious hair. That's gonna oh, we're going to have like blood. Like blood. Have blood. Yeah. Blood running down our so we should our, We should go to like scalps. Paris for doing all this. You know, we'll stand in front of the Eiffel Tower with, our, with bloody scalps. So yeah. in our in our brains, we're we're gonna see it as we have, like I said, like I'm gonna have Brian May's hair. You're gonna have like, like I don't know, fucking Yanni's hair, and, and we're gonna and we're gonna show up in Greece. And Chris, who's a very good looking man, he's gonna take us to like these nightclubs. Max is gonna be there doing crazy dances and stuff. And we're like, it's gonna be the best time. But in reality, we're gonna show up and people are gonna run screaming, thinking that we've maybe been victims of a serial killer or something so but i'm down i'll do it i ain't scared if we can fund a european tour i'm in you know yeah yeah maybe that should be a goal maybe that's the goal of the channel like just to fund a european tour you know (laughs) i'm in i i i I like this goal this this Uh, is a good goal i'm here (laughs) you know like it it gives a confidence boost so naruto has heard luke is in it we'll see i hope he is i think that would be fun Okay, okay, so do we have anything more in this article we should hit? Or, no, I, or do you... I just, I just give an opinion. You just kind of... Yeah, and you're here, so you can just tell me. I don't have to read it. Yeah, basically, it doesn't matter how long an episode is. As long as it's paced well, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I need it to do. Like, I, like not you specifically, Jason, but people in general. Yeah. Like, you're if it's 60 about... minutes, but it's, like, paced really badly, like, did you really win? Was it really worth having an hour-long episode? It could yeah. be a benefit from being 45 minutes. But then again, if it's 30 minutes long and you're like, oh, I could have used an extra 10 minutes, I felt rushed. Yeah. There you go. Like, it just depends on the pacing. 
Like, that's uh, all that matters. On this Jedi Survivor article, do you want to just kind of like tell, paraphrase what was up with that? Like, do you want to just kind of like like say yeah, what so what what your what the deal is with it so to, to, to save a little bit of time and yeah, so and EA, people that support you on Patreon and coffee. Uh, It'd be very helpful if you did, people. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, on an earnings call, EA revealed that Respawn were in early stages of developing a version of Survivor for uh, Xbox One and the PS4. Um, which means like it's probably at least a year away, I'd imagined. Um, right. So, I, I'm happy. Like, like just like Kanye, I'm happy for you, right? PS4 users. Yeah. But does this need to happen? Like, because we are three years into the new, well, the current generation of consoles at this moment. By the time yeah. this comes out, we'll be approaching the fourth year. Like, typically, at this point, we are moving away from last gen. Like, it happened with the PS4 era and, you know, coming from the Xbox 360 or whatever. We, we did it around this time. Yeah. Uh, on the build-up to the release of Survivor, they kept touting it as only a PS5, PC, and Xbox Series X slash S, you know, game. And the game director, Stig, like, he said he wanted this to be, you know, a... Uh, a true current gen experience, new generation experience, which it was and it is. Um, this goes against that. I also don't agree with them telling like consumers for a year, like because it was announced in April of 2022 or May of 2022, one of the two, and released at the end of April this year. They told people for a year that it's PS5 and Xbox Series X only. So I know people who bought a PS5 in a, you know, in advance of this because of that news, because of... I, I got one. I was able to get one because of that news. Yeah, so I think... Thank I think you, about wrong, my friend. In, in, in that aspect, to mm -hmm. do it. Like, you know, um, especially in a time where, you know, the, the world is dealing with climate inflation and, you know, the cost of living crisis is going on. And, like, it's just... You know, it's not a great time to encourage people to buy a next generation console and then three months after the, the game comes out say, Oh, actually we are gonna release it for the console you already owned. Yeah. You know? And yeah. actually about, like, it's it, it's cool. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that for you. And but here's something that I wanted to to ask you what you think about this. I seem to remember Azatrue saying that they that he thought the next game might be done on like sort of using a different infrastructure than the first ones. I don't remember. I think he said that. And then, and then like that, they didn't change over for the next one because it did start as like an earlier gen game. And that next time that wouldn't be the case. Does that mean that these people will be screwed for the third game for sure? Who don't upgrade oh, like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, by that, by that point, that they should be caught up, but yeah, yeah. Like, so it took them, um... Well, from 2018 to 2023, it took them, what, five years to get this game out? So within the next five years, we would probably be moving on to the PS6 and the next Xbox anyway. We'd probably be in the first year of that. So yeah. chances are that it would be developed for PlayStation 5 and uh, Xbox Series X anyway. So mm -hmm. <laughs> hopefully they're not still clinging on to the PS4. Um, yeah. Because the only reason I see them doing this is just based off of sales numbers of the PS4. Like, there's 117 million units of that sold. Um, right. Currently, there's 40 million PS4 
fives and 21 million Xbox Series X and S's. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I can see them doing it. But again, if you leave behind the last generation of consoles, more and more people are going to pick up the current generation, which is what you want to do and advance. Like again, like if you're going to continue to develop games for the last generation of consoles, like you're not getting the best out of the current hardware. Like mm-hmm. I just, I just think it's stupid. And uh, and my whole thing at this point is just put on the Switch then. Like yeah, the Switch has more. Like it's it's newer than than the PS4. It has more units sold. It has 125 million. Switches sold like to date, probably more now. Like, yeah, just put it on there, put it on there. Stream like the, the, the Switch, like, does like some sort of streaming thing, right? Like, you can mm-hmm. stream games to it, like, if yeah, like it can't handle it or something. That's probably that's probably the that's probably like the, the future of gaming. I would, think, yeah, just, as just well. put it on the Switch, you know. If, if all mm-hmm. you care about now is like, you know, the cons, the, the, the attachments of the consoles, just do it, do it that way. <laughs> Yeah. But in the future, maybe tell people in advance that you're gonna do this. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had told people uh at launch that won't be the case. If if they said that, I stand corrected. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, they were very definitive in their initial like comments. Um but yeah, I I I I definitely like am happy that it's happening for the people who couldn't play it at launch because they couldn't afford to get a new system. So a part of me is happy for them. The other part of me though is also like, but boy, are you going to be playing a bastardized version of it? In fact, I would recommend just waiting until you can get a, get a console because it is so good. I'm very, very happy with well, it. I, my, um, my brother, he picked up a PS5 the other day because it's on sale. Like they're doing sales for these things now. Yeah. Like, you know, and the thing I always tell people is if you, I, I don't really like the system. But if you want mm-hmm. to move on and experience the new generation of games, maybe a Series S because they're yeah. like far more affordable. Um, you know, if especially if you only are interested in playing the Star Wars games specifically, if you're not going to be picking up like, you know, every like new release every couple of months, you know, um, yeah, maybe maybe you know invest in a Series S. And there's like ways you can do it where you don't have to pay the two. I think it's two fifty like upfront. Mm-hmm. You can there is payment plan versions of it, like with certain outlets and stores. So I think it's called the Microsoft All Access plan. Yeah, I think it's what it's called. Yeah. So the, you know, if you want to go to the next gen, like that's an easy foot into it. Right. You know, um, but if you know, there, there is sales on PS fives and there is sales on Series Xs now. So yeah, you know, they won't come down massively. But my brother picked it up for like four hundred instead of five. So. You know, uh, as the truth says, I have a lot of thoughts. I do think they're going to do a switch to version from this. That's that's a very good idea. That makes a lot of sense, especially with recently. I think you were telling me last week they were revealing a lot of the stuff was leaking out through the game magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So world yeah, the, that. Yeah. The switch, switch to, to is supposedly coming out in the latter half of next year. The idea is it's like from September onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, companies have started getting dev kits which is why this and you know this information is getting out there now mm-hmm. um there's no idea if it's going to be backwards compatible um you know uh or anything like that but rumors is going to lcd screen rumors it could be eight inches i think so all right all right yeah. pretty big oh. you know hey that's half off to you switch you're growing mm-hmm. up boy um garth knight 
Thank you for the, all the support today, Garth. You're, you're rocking it. To his vault on all of this. Do, do you think it's because I started with the Wayne's World reference that it brought like know. Garth out, and he's like, you know what? These are my people. <laughs> um, Ward says, "What's up with Lucasfilm wanting to get away from the Jedi and lightsabers? Isn't that Star Wars core?" Oh, see, that's that's the thing. Is what they'll do in marketing is they'll make it seem like, hey guys, this Andor, this Rogue One, this this Tony Gilroy joint. This is getting away from the core of, of, of just that Jedi stuff. And it's about the boots on the ground, people. And like, that's all marketing. It's all, it's not true because meanwhile, they're filming the Acolyte, which has more lightsabers in one frame than we have ever seen in live action Star Wars to this day. She said there's more Jedi in it than like any other thing. <laughs> then, yeah, then basically all of the, then the prequels. So it's like, uh, no, that's, that's all marketing mumbo jumbo when you get down to it yeah there will be shows that don't have lightsabers but remember we were supposed to have two films without lightsabers and what did we get in both films fucking lightsabers darth vader and rogue one and darth maul in solo a star wars story two films that really had no business for the most part having lightsabers they found ways uh for better or worse to get them in and so so the only show that's committed to it so far is like lightsaber and what do you call it skeleton crew because of what uh Jude Law yeah I think so I think it's very likely I'm I'm actually I would bet on it and yeah I would I would bet on it and then the Ahsoka series like I've said I've said it has it has a, a moment where you have Sabine dueling uh Shin mm-hmm. while Ahsoka fights Balin like Mara. and Merok is in there as well yeah I don't even know if he's part of that stuff but you know what I mean like like and then Ezra Bridger's doing Force Karate. He doesn't have a lightsaber. But from what I understand at that part anyway. But it, so it's like you end up with um, that idea. I've heard that go around. And I'm just always like, nah, it's it might have more to do with brand balancing than it has to do with actually even like the Mandalorian has lightsabers all the time. Like the Mandalorian has lightsabers, you know, yeah. Boba Fett had a light had lightsabers. Like mm-hmm. we, we still have having a Star Wars kind of with lightsabers. Most of it still has it. If you had asked me, Bespin, if you had said, "Will will the will Boba Fett's show have Yoda's lightsaber in it?" I'd have been like, "Shut the fuck up! What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. To be the fair, the Boba dude, Fett show has Yoda's if, lightsaber. If I told in it. you that yeah. Lizzo would be in the Mandalorian season three, you would have told me to shut the fuck up. If I told you Lizzo was fat shaming women, you would be like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> That's the yeah. world we live in, you guys. It's crazy. And to be but, fair, uh, like, like that, I did tell Jason that we did try and get a confirmed for ages if Lizzo was in Mandalorian. It's true. Because it was it's the strongest thing I was told. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Always regretting yeah. upon that out on April 1st. Like, we had that in hindsight. I was like, I should have done yeah, that. Yeah. I know. That would have been classic. But, as we're, and once again, Garth, another 499 Super Chat. Thank you, Garth. I'm 10 beers deep. Nice. But I wish Patrick Swayze was a Jedi in the prequels. Am I alone? Goth, so since, you, since you're like 10 beers deep, go to coffee.com <laughs> Take out your credit card now. Um yeah. What, what what kind of beer are you drinking today, Garth? That's 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 the question. Is it is it is it good beer or is it Jason beer? Is it are you are you a Paps Blue Ribbon hipster? Uh so no, but anyways, uh Pat Patrick Swayze. So it's kind of funny when you say that to me because like if Patrick Swayze was alive, I would be disgusted by it. But what I find interesting about the comment 
is once somebody is no longer with us and not a danger, then the possibilities. And when I say a danger, I mean a danger of being like crappy because he did a lot of rad stuff. And then every now and then he did something that was like, oh, this is just like, like, mm-hmm. like lame 90s masculinity or early 90s masculinity. That's kind of like embarrassing. Uh, but, but I could have seen him being a pretty fucking badass Jedi had he lived, especially now that he's like, now that he would have been older and like, like he kind of would have like that Qui-Gon kind of vibe going on. Like, or I could have seen them showing up in Mandalorian as, you know, uh, an acquaintance. Would be shout since they try and get like 80s. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that, that would like, he would be, he would be great next to grief Karga, you know, and stuff like that. Mm. Like, so like, that's probably what I would have done with them personally. But yeah, uh, Gar Streaking IPA. Enjoy your beers, man. Enjoy your beers. Uh, yeah, and 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 uh, I do like Swayze for the record, though. I I, I do. It's like it's kind of weird because when somebody becomes genre defining in certain things, they do go they do they go through that period of being like kind of passe, and then they come out of it on the other side where they're yeah. like re- revered. I would she, say she's like the wind is a banger, you know. <laughs> And, Can't wait yeah, for the and, Roadhouse uh, reboot. Well, like like Ben, that was a very astute comment from Ben. Nick Cage, a Star Wars story. Nick mm-hmm. Cage is somebody that is existing in both spheres at the same time right now. Like in the last year, like Pig. Like you're like, oh fucking Nick Cage can be a phenomenal actor, mm-hmm. and then you, but then you also have Nick Cage probably doing some movie right now to pay an IRS. Bill. I, I literally watched Most a likely. Nick Cage movie like two days ago called Sympathy for the Devil. Um, How was it? It was okay. Yeah, was okay. he's doing his usual Nick Cage thing, you know, like he's over the top, you know. But he has Joel Kinnaman opposite him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ty Cox brings up Val Kilmer. And like yeah, Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer is who cool. I miss the most. Val Kilmer right. is is the guy who I, I I miss the most. Like, you know, it would be rad if he was rehabilitated through 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 science. But yeah, Val Val Kilmer is my favorite. And also in Willow, Garth is great in Willow. He's fantastic. You know who's great in Willow? Willow? No, no, he's not. Kristen Slater. Oh, Christian Slater, man, <laughs> man, that that was that was one of the smart things that series did, though, was bringing in Christian Slater. I was like, all about it, you know. Yeah, um, so and wasn't great. A, a, a bunch, yeah, they didn't they didn't do a good job with them, and uh, they may have killed them in the show. It was it was could have went either way, but they pretty much killed them in the first episode, just in case they couldn't get him back. And um, but I would still love to see Christian Slater show up in Star Wars. I would be I would be very happy if Slater showed up in the Mandalorian. Or one of the Star Wars shows, and Christian Slater as a kid, that was my favorite actor. Actually, Christian Slater was my favorite his, actor. Like sort of vibe would have sort would have fit something like Skeleton Crew, but mm-hmm. what we've seen, you don't know of it. Yeah, you know, yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I hope. Uh, and it's you know, Willow was already a car crash before he showed up. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah, and and uh, but, the ball, but, man, the only good thing about that but, show, yeah. Yeah, if they if they ever like spin off the Willow universe in the future, I hope he's one of the things that continues on. Like uh, he, he legitimately made me laugh. You know, mm-hmm. like, he was yeah. genuinely funny. That actor is really talented, and somebody I hope gets another chance in Star Wars. And for for the most some some of the younger actors in Willow were uh, a little rough around the edges, but I honestly don't think that's the those kids' fault. No, I, I think, think it's that what they is have entirely. To it's yeah. entirely the, the the production itself. 
And Willow, um, um, Warwick Davis was very rough around the edges in that. And I've heard there's reasons why I won't get into, but it, the show should have been canceled or postponed. Uh, Garth Knight is another 499 super chat. Thank you, Garth. Uh, I hope you don't feel that we are taking advantage of you while you're bust. I am um, looking to take advantage. Go to, <laughs> to patreon.com slash best uh, Thank you. Thank you again, Garth. Uh, Val Kilmer says, would have been perfect for Lucasfilm. I see Swayze kicking his... his uh, well, see, that's the thing, see, dude. Val Kilmer's in Willow, dude. He's in a Lucasfilm thing playing a Han Solo character. And if you ever wanted to know what that would look like, because Willow is a Star Wars film in fantasy clothing. 100 percent he's, he's he's on team time bandits you know on team swayze he ain't about it like uh he's talking about swayze kicking val kilmer's ass yeah oh yeah no no he would i mean yeah val kilmer i mean swayze i i do think swayze would kick val kilmer's ass in a fight but i do think that it i would i'm more of a kilmer guy i think me and i think i think kilmer shares my crazy ideas about art whereas i think swayze would let me know exactly what a man i am not you know does that make sense mm -hmm. does, does that does that track with you yeah. um ty says christian slater was in robin hood with legendary kevin costner i have some funny stories about kevin costner my college he went to my to my school and like i had some weird experiences where he came to like a dinner that i was at one time and like basically said like started giving words and saying like he would like never eat or sit before us that he's one of us that he's an alumni and then the motherfucker sat down and started eating while everybody was still standing up <laughs> he's nuts um but uh yeah i love christian slater and like i said i would love to see lucasfilm work Do with him again kevin costner a legend kevin costner i so here's another thing i loved as a child robin hood prince of thieves was mm. one of my favorite movies of that of the decade like of that time it was it was like in my top 10 as a kid mm -hmm. and uh but after that he doesn't have a lot of things that i really like need or want or like you know care for and like most of his the things he's done uh i could do without and i'm loving um yellowstone but i think he's one of the worst things about yellowstone oh look who it is it's the rock but he ate he ate a horse. Oh shit. Your mic is super loud. <laughs> super um, loud. Yeah, I've done horse. nothing different. Okay, I know. What what happened, Rob? Well, Kevin Costner ate a horse. Remember Postman? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I rented yeah. Postman from the warehouse. Did the did the horse meat thing ever make it to the US? What the eating the horse thing? Yeah. What, the horse, the horse meat stuff. So in like the UK, at some point, like certain like um, stores were selling horse meat, but they were like labeling it as something else. No, no, no. But I'll tell you this: in the eighties, in the eighties, Jack in a Box was hit for selling putting horse meat in their burgers. They yeah, got so that, actually that happened, in trouble for the, yeah, yeah. That happened <laughs> yeah. Here, like a few years ago, like pretty recent. Like I think Burger King were, were doing it or something. Like, yeah, it's hor It's horrific, dude. It's just. So it's why, like, one of the many reasons I, I can't stand Jack in a Box. You know, like, I still, I don't trust him. You know, once you, once you get caught putting horse meat in your food, I just, I don't trust you, Jason. <laughs> yeah. You know? Sorry to say. Uh, well, I, all I could say is that Jack in the Box is good, and therefore horse meat is good. And Costner, 
I'm going to give him a win on that one. You are buzzed. <laughs> yeah. Will yeah. says uh, Costner is absolutely the worst thing about Yellowstone. The show is far better when he isn't on the screen. And that's how I feel, too. That's why all of the hubbub around the controversies around him and the show. I'm like, it doesn't I don't think he matters. I, I don't think I think he's simply a plot device in the show at best. And his performance is very one note the whole time. It's not like he's given this like fucking tour de force of a, of a performance and no one else could do it. Or I mean, he's made a character like some like like Brando and the Godfather and no one else could. You know, it's not that. It's just him being I, himself. I've only seen the first season. I quite like him in the first season. Maybe it goes downhill yeah. for him. Uh, it doesn't you know. change. It stays right where it's at yeah. for, with him. Yeah. It's what you see is what you got. You know what I mean? Where what you've seen is what you what you're gonna get. So you know, you know what it reminds me of? Reminds me of Batman Forever, where you can replace Kilmer and it's no harm, no foul. Like <laughs> there's just nothing there, you know? Like the yeah, yeah pointless. Um t- tyrant, if you want a recommendation, it would be to watch the spin-offs, which are vastly superior to Yellowstone. Then if you are still into it and you like them, then try the Yellowstone series and enjoy it as a Boba Fett tiered spinoff of something else that was good. Boba that's how Fett I view it. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I see it anyways. And um, I love the spinoffs a lot. I think the spinoffs are stellar. I've only seen 1883 and 1883 was great. So. Yeah, yeah. In 1923, ooh, it's Indiana Jones good. Um, that said, uh, so a bunch of pictures came out from ew i was gonna hit the article but it's so surface level we'll just look at the pictures today and, and if you know we'll, we'll we'll do the article next time um but you yeah. haven't done the pictures yet the I, pictures just came out the pictures the pictures just, oh, just hit. okay i was like what did you do i was waiting for it oh i got you we spent like the first hour like allowing garth to drink 10 beers and answer his questions you know right that's fair priorities <laughs> yeah but but we right here we, we have a picture of shin attacking uh a lady in a next to a general Medine amaral akbar chair which That's by the, the way same. fun fact amaral akbar or general Medine did all of the akbar scenes and that was he was only created in case akbar didn't work or akbar sucked and they didn't want it uh so anyways this is just but, the same yeah, thing it should have been princess leah princess leah should have been in that role it's ridiculous princess leia Leah. No, Lucas Pers- says it's Leah. The only Leah is Leah Thompson, friend. Tell that to George Lucas, <laughs> who calls her Princess Leah. What do you want me to do about that? <laughs> that's just that's just George Lucas trolling. Uh, but <laughs> Han, Han. Uh, no, no, but anyways, my 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 read of this opening scene is that the magistrate, as they're calling her right now, uh, I believe she is to be a night sister. Um, Morgan Elsbeth has been captured after the Ahsoka fight, and yep. I think these are the mercenaries that are but springing her from prison. Not Marek Thrawn. is also a mercenary, right? He's not an Inquisitor. Correct. That that's what that's what mm. the uh, write up says that he's a, a, another hired hired hand. Yeah, and um, and I've also had the imp- or during production, anyways, they could have changed. It really could have, but during production. It was implied to me that all of these characters had a connection to Thrawn in the past. So this was like everybody who was coming together was part of a larger plan. Almost like imagine like a, a Morgan Elsbeth being the one doing an Ocean's Eleven style scheme through Thrawn where everything's coming together. You know, like those like really corny 
fast mm-hmm. uh, montage. Not that they did it, but they could have done that with how this is supposed to have unfolded, with how the backstory was set up for the, these characters. Now, at the end of the day, they, they they end up looking at exactly what they got. And then they just go like, okay, we're going to go with that or we're not. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, JL, JL gave, uh, uh, JL Weirman gave 49 Super Chat says, love the show. It's really helped me through through a, a tough year. Thanks, y'all. Oh, thank you, JL. Uh, I'm, I hope that your next year is better than the year you've gone through because uh, that's just got to look at it like, uh, you know, a long tunnel and you end up on the other side of shit usually. It just sucks. Yeah. But thank you for the You got to carry words. your life. Better than I carry the show, Jason. Oh yeah, that's that's just carrying your life at all. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, well, but, yeah. <laughs> do what we can. Um, yeah, but so that that shot. I mean, I think this. I think the shot looks good right here. We got we got Filoni on that set, Nel Segundo, the one where where we had the shots of the foot. Yeah, he's that's, showing her the giant toes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> classic californian always wears a hoodie even at 100 degree weather right like <laughs> what 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 feloni oh yeah, yeah he is isn't he? you know it's yeah he's got the you know it's like 100 degrees out there you know he's like yeah. a fucking wolf on his yeah. t-shirt yeah I can't, that looks like a wolf is it a bear looks like it looks like more like a bear to me but i'm not sure but yeah is a um like Ahsoka's armor, I, I I've never well I've never asked anybody this. Is that like is like the the bracers? Is it like Mandalorian based? Is that like edited man, Mando armor? I don't I think with people to ask. Yeah, you're not fake fans. Mm-hmm. Joe Johnston <laughs> based. How about that? Ben Ben Two gave uh, one ninety nine super chat says two bucks for Rob's avatar purchasing fund. No 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 no. It goes towards no. the hair transplant funds. <laughs> the hair transplant fund. That's right. <laughs> for me? No, for me, Jason. I'm, uh, Have you not yeah, been I've before? been bald before. I, I'm cool with it. Whatever. Yeah, I already know what I look like. <laughs> yeah. Me and Jason, we're gonna use the show to funnel money to fund hair transplants, and then we're gonna go on a European tour together. Yeah, with our bloody heads. <laughs> with our bloody heads. Yeah. See what the show becomes when I'm not around. Like, <laughs> um, we did say you come with us, but we don't know what we're going to fix on you yet. Yeah. Look, let's be honest. The, the, we all got we all got ripped off. Spreezy got the hair, right? Like, Spreezy, he's got all the Spree- hair. We lose. Spreezy, hold on, hold on, roll up. Spreezy's one life. He's a very good looking man and he's a tennis coach. He's got to be swimming in it. It's got to be, right? He's got, he's living the best life here. Let's, let's just, let's just, he can't real. meme very well, though. <laughs> his meme game is is not so good. He, does, he doesn't need to. <laughs> he doesn't when he's banging rich American yeah. widows all the time. You know, it's a little cringy sometimes, but I know he means it in good, good spirits. You know, um, obviously, this photo could be a bit of uh, forced perspective. But one of the things I wanted to note is Force. that that the, the the uh, the set that we had photos of it looks to be a lot taller than you would think from the photos that we saw originally. Like, which is kind of cool. You know what I mean? The fact that yeah, like, well, you've the practical you've, side. The high, remember, the, the higher the lens, the more compressed the image, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just probably like a one. I wonder, what do you think? Like 130, 135 maybe? Probably something like that. So, I don't know. I'm not I really great know. on the lenses. Yeah, but I've no been I've been getting it. more into it. The idea is that the higher the lens, 
the more fo- it just depends on how you want to focus the information. Like, you know, when you when you look at something, right? If you look at something, you see everything. But if you focus, you're only looking at one particular thing. So that's what the lenses are supposed to do. They're supposed to focus what you're paying attention to. So that's right. like a, sh- a shorter lens, right? Like 70 millimeter, somewhere around there. So that butt shot's not good, guys. Like <laughs> so, a couple okay. of things. It's <laughs> not a good. So what 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 I like about what <laughs> it's not what, one. <laughs> well, no, what what I like about Dave Filoni being well, yeah, two things. Number one is up front. This is probably why Freddie Prince Jr. believed that Dave Filoni shot the Darth Vader sequence from Rogue One because he was doing an homage to it. Freddie heard that probably and then misreported it's like else. the star wars versions of that but you know? but well well and and but here's what one thing we always have to like like go over with this this new republic stuff i am convinced is being shot or i shouldn't shot but looks corny because they are corny and they're about to get fucked for it and that's the point i i think and uh, it, I don't know if it will be the right call in the big picture or whatever, but that's where I think they're going. I always try to give them the benefit of the doubt with what they're trying to do and then see if they did it and see how it plays out. But to be look fair, at him, though. I'm not yeah. clowning the sequence as it plays out. I'm just sure, saying sure. Wh- whoever took the shot, I get he looks he see, look, watch zoom in. Like if you have, if you zoom in, like you had a, a higher lens and you there you go, right there. That's the shot. <laughs> yeah, that's where I would <laughs> see put how, it too. See. That's where you want, that's where you're looking anyway. So like, this is like, the lens thing is tricky. The person who explains it really well is uh, if you ever get a chance to see Iron Jim, James Cameron's masterclass, he actually goes through the tech noir sequence in the first Terminator movie and breaks down the lenses and how they compress information. So you can like choose them to, to, to dictate the information you see, you know, like that, that's the shot. Well, here's the, the booty shot. Like, it's like, what are you doing? Here's what here here's where here's where Filoni is my guy, and why why I like it. What I or what I do like in this because he does booty shot. Because well, he does a booty shot, <laughs> booty shot. Uh huh, a, a booty shot. But also, um, I, that was a given. Best spin, of course. I like that he does a booty shot. I mean, but you he know, does that 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 one of shot. Sabine on the on the swoop bike. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I became. I saw. I believed in God for a second. That said, you get a booty, um, and you get a booty. No, no, maybe um, that's what we could take Rob to like Turkey for. We can get him like booty shot. Yeah, we get, get him some some a big a, like a booty transplant, like a big booty. I'm going, going to Turkey now. now. <laughs> yeah, you're going to Turkey and you're getting a booty transplant. You're gonna get a booty extender. Your wife's gonna love it. Don't worry. Good food. She's, been, she's she asked us to do that for you. Um, she's paying for it. Uh, no, it's part of the European is, like fun for us. Yeah. Ray Stevenson is supposed to be a fallen Jedi who's gone off the path. And when you look at his costume and the way that it's set up, Luke Skywalker in the opening of Return of the Jedi is also a Jedi who is on a questionable path. And when we open up Luke in Return of the Jedi, he's force choking Gamorrean guards. He's he's threatening people straight out. Like he's not, he's supposed to be kind of a gray character. We're not supposed to know in the opening of Return of the Jedi that Luke Skywalker is your fucking daddy that you all like to pretend that he is the perfect fucking yeah. person who is flawless. He force chokes and- Gamorrean guards, yes, but he, he doesn't force choke Rancors. You nope, figure that one out. That. Well, he doesn't. He's, he, he has a little penis, and size still matters to him. He hasn't got over it yet. Okay, it's like just choke the fucking Rancor, man. We just saw how, you do Rob, it. How many years did it take you to accept your small penis? He's only twenty-five. Give him a break. 
<laughs> but, uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, Jason, you said we'd save that for a members only chat. Why are you doing I, that listen, for free? I've never accepted <laughs> mine at all. Okay. So I we don't do that coming. for money. We don't do it for free. Mm-hmm. No, but I, you, you can see some return of the Jedi and Luke, Luke kind of references here. And then well, this shot actually, and, yeah, this shot feels more like a new hope in the way it's composed. You know, when we're saying like, can you make a, something that feels more like the first film yeah. on a first film budget. This feels like a modern take on the first film by far. It's just that Lucas, I just don't see, I, I can't remember who was the, the DP, who was the cinematographer on the new hope. I've, I'm brain farting right now. Oh man. Oh, hold on. Star right? Wars. I forget. I know. I know. Yeah. You know me and names, man. I, I, I think it's Gil Taylor. Maybe. Gil Taylor, that Gilbert Taylor. Familiar. That sounds right. I think it's good. I think it's. I think it's Gil Taylor. Yeah. Right. I just don't think Gil Taylor would have composed that. The problem is you want to look at him, but you're looking at the blue dude. Even when you squint, you just see the big blue dude. So it's just Gilbert Taylor, British cinematographer. And I'm certain the yeah. sequence plays out that way. It's just a particular shot, but it's an entertainment weekly shot, so whatever. But they're the ones that make the big deal, Jason, about showing the stuff. So yeah, I do like. The laser blast is creating, you know, the light on the wall to the left when it hits it, right? Like right. it actually is being lit up properly, right? Which you don't, you know, you don't get in the older yeah. films because they kind of couldn't half the time, you know, just realistically speaking, you know. So, right. Uh, you know, talking Gil, Smith. Gil th- thank you, thank you for being a channel member, Talking Smith, for 15 months. That's I really appreciate that, man. Um, says, I think her armor is slightly Mandalorian inspired. Seems like she had it after during the Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And like, and we've seen that like where Maul's legs are actually Mandalorian legs eventually and stuff. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool that we see that that those little designs permeating through. Um, we also a have a, a, a new pathetic. Sh- <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. Um, yeah, then we could see uh, Sabine on her on her. Um, bike that like a fucking i'm gonna call her you know now she's beautiful and and a cool character but what a fucking nerd to paint your bike to match the outfit that you yeah. used to wear what a nerd yeah. you're a nerd I'm a, little Sabine. Not, I'm a little not in a little not into it i only it, like it, those kinds of colors on star wars stuff if they're in a pod race or something you know like normal than, what do you call it? it looks better than the uh the vespas oh yeah yeah no it, it, yeah, it takes yeah, the vespas yeah, ass yeah. And no, it, yeah. and it, it it just makes me laugh because like if you know you know what it's what it's kind of like. But I mean, the on. classic speeder bike alone just looks dynamic, so it still has the dynamic look. Those Vespas, they're flat on the bottom. Well, like this one, it's looks like the lived in, like this. You know, you see, like it's being worn yes. on the top. Like, yeah, which is, right. Yeah, it, it has like the the paint is is coming off yeah. the top. It's this was done right, well. Right. Uh, those cow- <laughs> look, 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 it has a little gas tank. It's like a real car gas tank here on the bottom right. I think that's from a Honda. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I think that's uh I had the I was it my Dodge Neon? I had that gas tank on something, that gas like cover. Anyways, um yeah. And uh you know, they the uh, they they didn't give us the butt shot from the trailer. Uh they were afraid. Well, but, uh, you know. No, uh, Jason, you have to be careful cuz Jawas will pee in that gas tank if you, you don't you know secure it that's properly. Fair. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, we we had we had that in the original script and I had to cut it out because uh, we were afraid kids were, I mean, you know, Rick, uh, not Rick, you know, Kurtz, uh, he peed in my gas tank and we just thought it was a bad influence. Yeah. 
Uh, right here we have we have a, a loft cat. Yeah, it's and, just uh, uh, all, like all behind the scenes pictures are just stuff from the trailer, then, right? Like, yes, is that where all this is? Cause uh, I mean, yeah, we're going through them, and like I said, they just came out. I saved them all in a row, and then I'm going through them now. But yeah, the loft cat, something that they, cool. they are, you know what I mean? Like, like he looks great. Ray Stevenson's. Uh, this is how Santa sees himself, right? Like, if the Santa, if Star Wars Santa went into the Matrix, this would be his residual image, right? Oh, like, 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 Star Wars Santa <laughs> kicks some ass in, in live action. I come to bring you toys, bitch. You know, like oh shit, like, like, um, yeah. Rob, what time do you want to schedule the uh, the uh, Mutant Mayhem Turtles episode for tonight? Do, do we talk about it after? Oh. Or do you know? Do you know when? Because I kind of uh, stepped on your toes already. Yeah, yeah. Can you do like eight tonight your time? Yep. Or eight, eight, seven eight, your time? Eight, eight your time? Eight eight Pacific Center time sounds great. All right, we'll do that. Uh, um, I'll, I'll schedule it out and everything like that. So, yeah. And thank you for the super chat, Scott. Much, Thanks, much Scott. appreciated. Thank you to everybody who's been supporting the uh, the show lately. Uh, I, it really means a lot to me, especially with how dry it's been. It's been very, very dry. The, the writers are supposedly starting talks again early. And the MVP they were... scheduled a Friday meeting. Yeah. Script Notes podcast, by the way. Uh, Craig Mazin, screenwriter Craig Mazin. You know, he, he was showrunner for Chernobyl, you know, yeah. and then the other guy he, who worked on like Pirates and a bunch of movies. They um they do a podcast, Script Notes podcast. They did a three minute, really quick breakdown yeah. on what's actually happening, you know. So right. if you're going to get caught up on that, yeah. 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 But yeah. So, so right here, though old 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 Stevenson looks great uh it, it really is a, a shame that it's always a shame when somebody dies obviously but it's a shame that we won't get more uh, of this guy's look because this guy looks really good to me like is this i like the the feel of it like slam star wars to me you know and i don't get that all the time when i when i when i look at certain character designs and and takes and stuff and uh he does and then we we can see the uh, Sabine here, and I got. A, I'm sorry, not Sabine. Hera Sandula in that same shot, but right now I think this one right here is with the corrected coloring and stuff like that. I'm gonna say it looks better, truer to the cartoon, but also like it's not it's not a home run for me. I think uh, it's gonna be all up to her performance. At the end of the day, Pretty I think much. her performance is going to make or break Hera Sandula in the in this series because if she's if she's just in any way just by the numbers and with how it looks, I don't think it's going to be a home run for that character, unfortunately. Well, Mary Elizabeth is a really talented actress, though. You fantastic. Told you pulled yeah. it, like, hey, Sam Jackson is a fantastic actor, but look what he had to do in the prequels. Give you the stink guy for a whole movie. I thought you were going to say, you know, Secret Invasion. Because yeah, yeah, come on. Well, I didn't even watch it, so I couldn't tell you. You know, I boycotted it, guys. Well, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I know, but... But I mean, but you should see like the opening of Secret Invasion. It's really good, Rob. Like, like the art is just fucking beautiful. <laughs> you would dude. say that. You would say that. <laughs> uh, no, it, 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 <laughs> it, look, it looks like somebody bought a muffin in an Echo Park thinking it was a normal muffin and it was laced with mushrooms. That's what it looks like. But uh, yeah, so anyways, I am I am happier with this. I, I don't I didn't intend on showing these screenshots. I wasn't sure if they were going to hit during the show, that, and they did. 
but if you compare it to the other shots of of this uh this looks a lot better the definition looks better you know what it looks it like looks, to me mm-hmm. it looks like the best case scenario for galactic starship uh-huh. yeah. yeah you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 the the and i i think like where i think what we're running into with this character by the way is the fact that it it simply uh, for the most part was designed to be in the cockpit of the ghost and i don't think she is gonna i could be wrong I, i'd love to be wrong maybe uh i but i don't think that she has a lot outside of the ghost stuff and i think that it this scene right here that we're looking at was one of the last scenes shot for the show because originally the scene with mon mothma was in the mandalorian then it was reshot for ahsoka and because and then they, they decided to move that same sequence because this is about the larger narrative and they decided not to have it in both shows because it would be redundant to people watching it mon mothma would be getting this information twice and this is the this is i think the uh, sequence where that happens and uh i think that's kind of why we're like uh, about it so i would say save most of your criticisms for it for the cockpit where it's going to be for almost all of the series but we'll see it could be wrong you know it, it, it could go the other way and then right here we have short-haired sabine from that same shot that we keep getting it's nice to see this in like you know high quality i guess and not from like somebody's cell phone at star wars celebration but right here you know you can see it looks like she has some black nail polish that a, do you get as a true <laughs> what what you picking fights with Azure? you picking fights with Azure cell phone picks yeah a little bit right. a little bit all right just all right okay yeah. but she looks good you know the costume looks good the whole thing works you know is what it is I'm, I'm cool with it it's not really a lot to add something that we've seen a lot of already and then right here we have another one it's like of of Ahsoka jason's over there taking show. photos she's she's uh, right i wish i I wish the photos we got from over there looked that good. Jeez. Yeah. You know. That's when they sent the guy after you in his car. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, is I whenever I see like like the like the lightsabers go in here and she's looking over there, is that like one of those like Bruce Lee things? Like where I mean, she has a sleeper or somebody's the neck? Background and like, just looks like completely fake. I don't know if it's actually from the set of this is well, just from the well like like see where the wall is broken on the top that's yeah. definitely a set extension that's not real well, not even that so there. but yeah yeah no, no, it's the lens no it's the lens you can compress depth so it's just flatten the depth out on that okay know, specifically the rocks yeah. below the, the yeah it could be focus yeah. pulling too i mean there's a job who's you know the focus pullers just they focused on her so it flattens everything it just it's just the way it's compressed. Yeah. Uh, Mumbo Jumbo says you're not made for this. You're not built for this. <laughs> I ain't. It's true. It's true. But yeah. So um, do we have anything else? Was there anything else that I forgot to cover from today besides the art that article? Like I said, it's no. it's pretty puffy, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll probably dig through that article tomorrow, and just like break it down and give some insight into the the, the little you know what i think about okay, what they're hold, saying hold on i need i need to address this one jason skywalker's academy says sam jackson was just earning his reputation in attack of the clones when it was filmed no jackie jackie brown no. had just come out but he pulp fiction four fiction was 94 that, pulp fiction was 94 yeah, yeah yeah you know pulp fiction i mean 94 pulp fiction. come on just stop it. yeah 
but but where, where where I will meet him in the middle is Sam Jackson was not yet a leading man. It wasn't until about that year that we had uh, Shaft was one of the first films where, where right. it was like a big push for it. I don't know how successful the film was, but one of the first yeah, but pushes of him as like a leading huge. man. And if you're too but young to remember, you know, once like... once he once he was in Pulp Fiction, everybody wanted Sam Jackson for everything. After that, he was completely like like hot fire. At was it Do point. the Right Thing and, that he was in? Or was it Jungle Fever? I can never remember which one. I get him mixed mm, up. I'm in not my sure. Head. Uh, let's just be real. Coming to America was his debut uh, in the, uh, the in broom the, fight. Yeah, the broom fight, and so the broom fight. You know. Yeah, I mean, but he was, yeah, he was all over. I mean, like, you Plus know, he had he just was, done, he, he'd already done Die Hard 3 before Attack of the Clones came out. Uh, you know, he made that movie. That movie is, wasn't for Sam Jackson. There ain't no reason to watch it, just to be perfectly yeah. honest with you. Yeah, no, I mean, he was, so. he was, uh, I mean, he was, he was pretty well known by, by that point, and he had done so many indie films and stuff. He had a lot of, um, uh, he was in, uh, as Ben pointed out, he was in Jurassic Park already like in a, in a small role obviously as one of the computer guys but you know he was he was all over by that point but yeah he wasn't like a leading man but i would also say he wasn't a leading man at all in the star wars films either he, he was kind of doing the same level of role he had been doing across the board and even today i mean i guess he had that like when you look at his like work in the marvel films he's very prevalent all over them at the same time it's like not like there's been like a Nick Fury film either, right? He's had a series, mate, you know? The series, the series that just popped. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed, unfortunately. It was not. What a so, waste. Waste yeah. of talent. What's a waste yeah. of talent? Uh, did, 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 I, did I miss a, a picture of one with Huing and Ahsoka in the cockpit? Because I, yeah, if I did, I we'll, we'll hit it later. I'm sure it's one that we've already seen. If I did miss it. Um, yeah, but but love uh everybody loves Samuel L. Jackson, you know. He's he's pretty rad in everything. I mean, he was in the hit Snakes on a Plane. I'm kidding. But, you know, uh anyways, we'll we'll end up we'll end up probably seeing him back in Star Wars at some point anyways, even though well, I don't know how old is Samuel L. Jackson now. I need to look this up before we go. 70 Samuel, something. He's got to be in his yeah. 70s. I mean, we got we got to be yeah. film coming out next month for yeah. the Uma doesn't he? Okay, but he's 74 years old. And like, yeah. you know, he definitely he definitely seems to be a, a, a healthy guy uh overall. We we don't have like we haven't heard stuff about him having like huge like like you know health issues overall and stuff like that. But you know, he's got Garfield coming up, the Marvels, Argyle, the Kill Room, a couple of movies coming out. Garfield. And, uh, that's what it says, Garfield. Uh, can you play yeah can you play the john it's, role where he's just stuck with this psycho cat you know? he's playing a character named vic chris pratt is garfield um, bill, oh, no. it, it's weird chris pratt is garfield bill murray's in it though samuel L. jackson is vic nicholas holt is, is weirdest also thing ever about wait chris chris holt is garfield is there's like a bunch of garfields is this a Garfield multiverse? What the fuck is going on? I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know Pratt was gonna be him. Like that that's what Google has listed. Oh, yeah. And b- before we go, uh Enoch, Cap- Captain Enoch was is now listed on the IMDB stuff for Ahsoka, which was a name that I had in a, in a story from a while ago. And uh I learned after that he was named Captain Enoch. And I didn't know when I put the articles out that he was Captain Enoch. And that listing specifically says Captain Enoch. So I believe that I can verify that listing 
as being accurate. Chris is absolutely losing his shit right now. That's Sam Jackson should have played. Sam Jackson should have played normal. Normal. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The normal for our generation. But but yeah, like like Ford Ford was like seventy nine when he when he played uh, Indiana Jones for the last time. If they are going to get Mace Windu, Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu in a Star Wars project, it actually needs to start getting going now, or they're going to miss the boat. You know, at a certain point, he I won't know. be able to read lines anymore. <laughs> I'm aware. But, yeah. yeah. All right, Bespin, thank you for letting me keep you for a hell of a lot longer than you intended. But it's always it's great good. hanging out with you. And uh, Rob, I will see you tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to re- to re- give our thoughts on the Ninja Turtles film. Oh, yeah. I and, hope you uh, enjoy it, Rob. I did. You'll find out tonight. Well, we'll, we'll, you'll find out tonight, won't you? I will be yeah. in fucking naughty land, Rob, right? You know what time 8 p.m. is for me? It's like 3 or 4 in the morning. So yeah. are you coming? You showing up? You coming to the review? You know you're gonna be on Fortnite. <laughs> I'm gonna have him on Fortnite till six. I bet. I bet. Unless he unless he sleeps through it today. But uh right. but all right, everyone. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Uh same bat time, same bat channel for Star Wars. And t- we'll see you guys tonight to talk about, about turtles, mutant mayhem, and uh all that kind of jazz. Thanks, thanks to everybody for supporting the show, for being a channel member. And um I really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody for the uh, the uh, super chats. Thank you, Garth, for your generous copious amount of super chats today i i do appreciate it it does it it does help uh drink some water Mm -hmm. and uh i think it'd be cool i think it'd be good uh but we'll be back uh yeah oh yeah and garth before we go i'm gonna give him garth garth this one before we go i think the ninja turtles film will be a ninja turtles film you'll find out tonight tonight you will find out and we'll see everybody tomorrow thank you everybody and uh support bestman bulletin on patreon on coffee and wherever you can support um, Bestman Bulletin, if you read his articles or you watch the show, I would, and he would appreciate it. He would appreciate it more than me. You can send me a deuce if you want. It's all good. Like a turd? Send you a deuce. Like a, like a, <laughs> you know, abuse. it doesn't mean abuse. the same thing here. Oh, abuse. Like I was like, you send you a deuce. <laughs> I said that a deuce. <laughs> if you, you want to send me a deuce. Oh, right on, with money, money. Hold on. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> I revisit Wells. And you get an upper decker by me? Uh, remember this day. All right, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Bye. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.